Hello, people, and welcome to another episode of Panels and Bars. This episode is a very special Black History Month edition. We're joined by some very special guests. So if you're listening outside of the UK, you might be a bit baffled because African American History Month is in February for the States. But over here, it's in October. That's right. They give black people the uh, same month as Halloween. But what can you do? But um, I'm joined by two <laughs> oh, wow. very special guests, Terence and Steph. They are the hosts of a fantastic podcast. If you don't already listen to it, you should subscribe right now. It's called uh, Black British Geeks. And I'd like you guys to introduce yourselves and tell our listeners something about you. Go on, Terence. Go on. Tell the people. <laughs> yeah, go on. Tell the people. Hello, I'm Terence. Um, one part of, or the second part of, um, Black British Geeks. And yeah, we just, um, we host this podcast, we hopefully get up every, what, every week? Every, every week, every week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, man, like, yeah, just enjoy doing this, man. Well, thank you. Now, thank you guys for, uh, for coming out. See, uh, it's funny, when I was, when I was thinking about this, because basically when I approached the guys, I was kind of, I wanted us to talk all about our characters whether it be superheroes or just any kind of black character who's in sci-fi and i'll we'll obviously hear from the guys in a minute what their choices were i know with my choice i went back and forth and i don't want to get too deep on this episode i don't want to get too political or like you know bring the mood down but i don't know about you guys but i found for me there are a lot of guys who obviously i still love these characters i'm a big fan of these characters but more i started kind of thinking about are these the best characters that represent us the more i was like it's kind of depressing because you got like, so like Miles Morales was one of my first thoughts, but then he's not Spider-Man. He's the black Spider-Man. And then I thought about John Henry Irons, who for comic book fans, he's a character called Steel, who is, he's a basically like a black Iron Man, but he's a black Superman for DC characters. So like a lot of the guys who I thought of are the black version of someone, even someone like Falcon, who isn't the black version of someone. He's the black sidekick to Captain America. So whilst it is amazing that we've kind of like come so far and there's there's these black characters who are like breaking the box office, I still feel like there's like a long way to go. So like I want to know what you guys think and you know what were your initial choices when I when I kind of gave you that that challenge or that question. Okay, so first first of all, wait, wait, wait. first first of all, um let's go back to um let me introduce myself to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> As, My bad, as, as, right as, I'm sorry. As, as the as the host, as the host with the most, did not give me some time to shine. I am Seth. <laughs> I am Seth, the other part of the Black British Geeks and I Media podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I live. I survive. I'm here. So yes, yes. So anyway. <laughs> Damn. How can you, how can you, how can you do it to me, man? How can I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> Yeah, man, so he's so keen. He's so keen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna oh, say, go, go, go. Uh, like that character still. Oh, what's he? Didn't they have a film with um? What's his name? Shaq. Yeah, we don't talk about that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was that one? What was that film? So that was still. That's the same character. But if you watch, if you read the comic oh, wow. books, it's this very cool <laughs> Iron Man-looking costume. And if you see the movie, it's just basically some polystyrene that was spray painted silver. Yeah, that, yeah that, that's what comes to mind. As soon as you said still, I got, um, yeah, no, he's in the yeah, comics. Yeah. In the comics, he's this 
Tony Stark level genius. The costume is really cool. It's got all these features. He's like respected. He, I think he's a member of the Justice League even. But yeah, the movie oh, was wow. just just bad. What's the question again? So basically, basically obviously, I, you know, when we were planning this, I asked you guys, you know, who were your favorite black superheroes oh, or, yeah. or characters? And I, I was just thinking like, when I was kind of thinking what my choice was going to be, I love the character I was, I was thinking about. Initially, I realized that either they were just the black versions of someone or the black yeah, sidekicks of someone. And then even the characters who are original and who are their own thing, let's say a Black Panther, when you really think about it, it was created by Stan Lee, who I love and, you know, much respect to Stan Lee, rest in peace. But even these black characters who are becoming huge symbols worldwide and have merchandising and TV shows, they're not, they don't come from black creators. Black people don't profit off of those characters. You know, yeah, it was seen true. as this landmark thing when black panther made a billion at the box office but ain't no black people making money off that you know so it yeah i don't know about you guys but like i've been a geek my whole life i've been reading comic books since i was seven and as much as i love these stories and i connect with these movies and tv shows and video games for a long time i didn't really feel like i was part of that culture you know and it's gotten a lot better you go to comic cons now and you see so many black people especially for naruto for some reason um but like loads of black people and it's and you're seeing loads of kids now who are way younger than we were when we first discovered this stuff and they've been brought up in a world where it's normal but i know growing up i always kind of felt like slightly other so i've always had this weird relationship with geek culture as a black person because you know especially like if if a black person gets a role that was traditionally a white character mm. you start to see the words come out on on twitter and they're not Nice words most of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, for me, I like. I completely understand. Like the only thing, who did we have? Like we had Bishop, and you didn't really hear much about him. Mm-hmm. Like Storm, you know. Yeah. yeah Storm oh, yeah. Bishop is the only one that I remember. This thing, they, so like even when they're around, they don't get pushed to the yeah. forefront like that. You know. Exactly. Yeah. They're always kind of background characters. But um, yeah, when when you asked like us uh, to kind of like choose something. It was actually really hard, especially for the sci-fi. The sci-fi element was hard. I think for the for the comic book element, I guess we had like yeah, Black Panther, and that's only more recent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it was like for me, it was like okay, who who, who can we pick through? Yeah. And I'm like out of the main kind of characters, um, out, out of the main kind of things like Marvel or DC, you don't really have much. No. I mean, recently, like I. I was saying kind of like a few days ago, like earlier, you got like Black pa- um not Black Panther, but you got like Black Lightning. It's funny how they all called Black. Yep. Yeah. Black Lightning. What was the one you showed me? Um, Black Racer? Yeah, Black Racer. Literally, is the black version of Silver Surfer. There you go. <laughs> exactly. It's just like, like, all, of these, all of these sort of things. But yeah, you're right. Kind of growing up, we didn't really have much. Yeah. It was like, ev- everyone was in the background. If you didn't hear about them, Usually, the character he gets the least use, you know, within within the team. So yeah, DC yeah. Fandom at the time we were recording this, DC Fandom was just this past weekend. It was a great event, and DC are definitely doing more than Marvel in that department because the newest Black Woman, a uh, Batwoman, <laughs> Batwoman is a Black actress. <laughs> um, <laughs> up in the sky, it's, it's a bird, name. it's a plane, it's a Black Woman. Um, but yeah, no. Um, she she's portrayed by a black actress and they've now got batwing who is the son of lucius fox but once again it ties into what i said in that these aren't original characters it's a black batwoman it's a black batman and it's it's just a shame that dc and marvel they know anything they do now is going to make a billion bucks so 
So it would be nice yeah. for them to take a chance and introduce a new black character, a new significant character, you know, who they're going to put that much money in that they put into Spider-Man. They won't do it. And it's, it's just like, come on, man. Like you've heard, you know, you've seen from Black Panther and all these, these other things that people will like diversity. People want to support it and kids want to see themselves represented. So like take that chance and create a new black character. And not even just you guys do it. Hire a black writer and have them create a black character, you know? I think that's what they're trying to do with this new show. Um, Naomi. Like, yeah, Naomi, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, hey, Naomi. Naomi. See, but even that, whilst it's black people writing the TV show, the original comic book is written by Brian Michael Bendis, the same guy that created mm -hmm. Miles Morales. A white guy. Yeah, yeah. See, no. And in, in, in his defense, he does have two adopted black daughters, so he's, he's, he's a father raising black kids, and he's trying to do this so that black kids have more heroes to look up to. I love that, I respect that, but at the same time... I know that there's tons of black art, black artists and writers out there who have original he, ideas. So basically, you he bought black kids. Uh, you said it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, using the black friends card is one thing, but saying, hey, I bought, I bought a couple of black kids. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, and, and I know, like, so for instance, on Twitter, there's a hashtag every couple of months or every month, maybe, which is hashtag drawing while black. And you click that hashtag some of the talent that's out there right now mm. is phenomenal, right? If Marvel just like randomly picked one tweet from the hashtag, they would find some talent. So I know it's out there. It's just whether they want to actually get with the times and, 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 you know, invest in it, you know. But Seth, what, what was your, who was your choice um, going to be originally when I, when I sent you the question? So originally, my, my choice was going to be um, John David Washington from Tenant. <laughs> now I'm playing, I'm playing. Um, <laughs> Well, once we could mean to me, I spoke about it. Was, I think we were more focused on the sci fi part. Mm. But if I, yeah, I guess it's see, for me, it's hard to say because I, well, actually, one, I didn't think about it so much, but now thinking of a character, maybe Blade. Yeah. Maybe maybe Blade comes to mind. If I had to, if I had to like, in the context of a comic and a black character, yeah, probably Blade will come to mind. And I think, you know, I guess the blade I know growing up. With. Well, I was just gonna say, like, so to cut you off, I was just say, like, blade is a funny one to talk about because blade is a lot of people's entry into Marvel characters as a whole. Like, there's a whole generation who got passionate about Marvel yeah. because of blade, and he never gets that credit. But all these companies that started wanting to buy these Marvel rights, they only did that once blade was an established. Like, people forget about it, but the first two big, even before Spider Man. The first two mm. big established Marvel projects that did well at the box office, Men in Black with a black lead yeah. and Blade with a black lead. Okay, yeah. see, yeah, I didn't even know that Men in Black was Marvel. Men in Black's a Marvel product. See, I didn't even know that. Yeah. I'm going to say, yeah, that was my one for um, science fiction. Yeah, oh, and they don't, they don't get that credit, but they were the ones that once they did well, suddenly Paramount wanted the rights to Iron Man and, and Universal wanted Hulk. So even on that level, even when he does well, he doesn't get the, the credit, you know? Exactly. Yeah. See, but my, I don't know. I guess my mindset is because as an entrepreneur, my mindset is I hear what you're saying, but also I'm a person that I don't really look to these companies to represent me anyway. Yeah, true. So for me, kind of, and I think sometimes I think maybe that's to, because I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying, and you know, of course, we want recognition. Same when we have we have these big events. You know, we want Oscars, we want Grammys, we want Emmys, we want this. But me thinking, there's so much talent out there, and we live now in a time where it's it's become easy and ever to yeah. Well, I guess it's easy if if people if black people don't put their hands in their pockets and give money out, 
then you know what I mean? They, we can get investors there because at the moment it's a normal thing in the startup world to get people who are non-black to stick their hands in the pocket and say, look, hey, I got this money. And right now, case over. I know we're not getting political, but I'm going to say, as black people, you know, some black people in our community, they're the first ones to talk about what they got. So if you want to talk about what you got, yeah, we'll talk. then we'll maybe talk. share it out a little bit and let's actually build our own empires because, you know what I mean? Is that Because I'm not going to wait. Because yeah, just, that's just me. It's kind of like, it's when I see some of these characters, and as you said, that Naomi character was from another white person, which is no, which is, I'm, when I say white person, I don't mean it, it's not a bad thing, but I'm talking about it's good for us to represent ourselves as well do you know what i mean it's great to have it's great to have friends and allies in fact, you, i think you just kind of apologize for it and i think that's something that we find ourselves doing and we shouldn't because every other race is proud to own their own things and, and create their own content and make stuff just for them like it's really funny if mm. you see something like friends people don't look at that as a white tv show it's just a sitcom seinfeld is just a sitcom right but if we do something like atlanta it gets talked about like a black TV show. It's a black creation. I mean, you've seen Atlanta though, yeah? Atlanta's a black show, man. <laughs> no, but you, you know what I mean? Like, why is it a black show? Why is it not just another sitcom like yeah. Friends or Seinfeld, yeah, hey, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I think that's that's the level, that's just the level I want us to, to get on where like we can just create a character and it's not looked at as this black superhero. Like, obviously, because of, you know, let's not get into too political, but, you know, because of the history of us, us as a people, Anything we do that is significantly black is going to be looked at like that. But I think in this day and age now, it's like, let's just get on the level, level playing field. You know what I mean? Like, we deserve that. We deserve a character that is from that background for us people and, like, marketed, like, on that level. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Like you're saying, yeah, if, you're gonna, if they're going to put, like, black uh, characters into stuff, then they should market it properly when it's coming from a black creator. Yeah. And I think that's what they kind of... They don't do... Um, I think, you know, like... Actually, yeah, he created, uh, what was, growing up, I always remember Spawn. Todd McFarlane, black, another white guy. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but I mean in, even, even in that, like, like you know, there is there is some positive. I don't want everyone to think, everyone listening to this thinking that I'm trying to be a downer. I mean, like, I will look at the positives, yeah, and the positive done, is that for a long, long time, <laughs> for a long time, Spawn was the number one independent selling book. And to this day, it's the longest running independent book of all time. It's surpassed 300 wow. issues. Um, and that's from a black character. You know, like there was a point when if you weren't Marvel or DC, you could not sell. Yeah. And Spawn was outselling Spider-Man. So like that's a phenomenal, that's, a, that's an original black character. So it's one of those things, it's a double-edged sword. Like it makes me happy thinking about that, that like there were kids back when that came out in the 90s queuing around the block yeah. to get that that copy like it was the coolest thing you had to have you had to have the t-shirt you had to have the action figure but then like like we say like it, it, it didn't go it's not profiting black people it's you know what i mean it's yeah. it, no, no, it, yeah, exactly what you mean it doesn't go back to <laughs> like yeah it doesn't go back into uh black creation yeah yeah. yeah one thing i will say though like so speaking of dc fandom they did speak recently about Milestone. For those that don't know, Milestone is DC's black imprint that was... Uh, they gave it a quiet push in the 90s and it even resulted in Static Shock getting his own, act his own action figures and animated series. And then it just kind of petered out and it's been at least 20 years since we've seen it. And they announced last DC fandom there were plans to put it back into action. And I think... Uh, as of January next year, we'll start to officially see it. So I think it's launching with something like 10 books, which is crazy. Um, all black creators, 
all black characters and they're also going to do their own extended universe so it won't be part of the dc universe we've seen right now it will be its own separate universe with black writers directors producers actors and the first movie is they're rebooting static shock and that's going to be produced by michael b jordan so oh god it's happening like it's slowly but surely like it's we're starting to see those things you know and like as like seth said i think when milestone happens this is going to sound bad but whether the films are good or bad we as a people need to go to the box office and support because right now with all these studios all they understand is money that's money talks right so you've just got to show them that if you put black people in a film we'll go watch wait, wait, it so you, right so, like so you say if, if if our Mikey b jordan's film's rubbish i need to go pay money do i <laughs> i mean look <laughs> if if we don't they'll just keep making tyler perry movies oh gosh. so we need to announce it's like yeah i think yeah we should definitely go out and kind of support it even though like gotta be honest um i think uh, i don't want to say it but michael b jordan in black panther definitely wasn't my favorite part but if he's creating something you never know like maybe the acting that he done in black panther for me wasn't the best. really something he could, yeah, it as really interesting because you know a lot of people say he's like one of the uh the the best villains in the mcu so i'm surprised to hear you say that yeah like literally like that's that's the thing for me like, people say i've gone back and watched the film I'm like, yeah, he's just, it's, it's his delivery on some of the lines and some of the, I think they gave him some some really bad dialogue. See, it's interesting because... Turns a traitor. I, I really enjoyed him in the film. <laughs> I've, I felt listening back to What If, he's really not built for voice acting. That's where he really was bad for me. I mean, he's not built for voice acting or face acting. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> wow! No, 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 no. He's... No, we've had this conversation. Me has had this conversation before, even on the podcast. I think yeah, it's like Michael B. Jordan. He's, I think, for me again, he falls in that realm. Like a lot of, um, for me now, he falls into the realm of The Rock, Chris Evans. Um, what's one he plays for again? What's his name? Oh, Hemsworth. Hemsworth. It's like it's about the body first, and then the acting afterwards. I mean, it'd be great to see his acting. It'd be great to see his acting ability meet you know, his ability in the gym. And at the moment, I don't think he does. Wow. <laughs> but it's, it's true. It's true. It's true. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying he's got, I'm not saying he hasn't got potential. I'm just saying yeah. in the case of, like when he sat down with the, when he, when the director sat down with him in Black Panther, when he said some lines, the director should have said, should have said to him, stop, let's do it again. One more time. But instead, it's just kind of like, <laughs> well, you, you think he just one took it? Oh, the one, whole film. 100%. <laughs> he just did, it, he did it, 10, 10 press up, 10 press ups, 14, 14 pull-ups, <laughs> one line. And, and that's, that's the thing. It's like, I'm sure he's better than that. I mean, so I'm not even trying to pull him down, but I'm like, from what I've seen so far, it's, I feel like he's got the look works, I mean, and not to be funny, no one really says The Rock is the best actor. No one says, actually, I'll give Chris Hemsworth his dues. He's actually a funny guy. I think he's See, actually quite thing. good. And he's, and he I think out. The Rock, I think The Rock potentially has a lot of range. Hmm. Right. And I think The Rock, he's now he's a proven entity. Right. So he's not going to rock the boat. So what's he going to do every time? He's going to be nice and charming. He's going to have some one liners. He'll be wearing a vest. Right. I think he could potentially do way more than that. But now when you've got these billion dollar franchises, they're not going to rock the boat. They're going to do everything they can to make sure audiences come see this. I mean, having said, speaking once again about DC Fandom, they debuted a kind of teaser trailer for Black Adam. Yeah. 
where he's going to be a villain. So that might be him finally branching out. But yeah, I totally agree with you. I think he's a guy who, who could be in some of the most creative and interesting movies. He just chooses not to be because they won't make money. I mean, I didn't realise we were smoking and drinking on this podcast because you saying The Rock has range. I don't think anyone's ever said that. <laughs> See, I, I, I gotta agree with Seth. I think that skyscraper's being generous, brother. I, I think you've really been generous there. <laughs> he acts as if he acts as if he has one leg missing. That's what he does. That's great acting. He, he See, I was thinking more like, I don't know if you saw when he first started trying to act, he was in a film uh, called Southland Tales and he's good in that. Um, and he was in a film called Faster, which was basically Drive before there was okay. Drive and he's good in that. Never. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's, and he's, there's like, he's got weird conspiracy. Yeah. So Drive, he's, yeah, his brother's been killed and he's trying to get revenge on the people. But then both those films are named. They did very yeah, well with okay. critics, but they didn't make any money. So... Yeah, okay. But, uh, <laughs> but I think... Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So he just went back to what he knows. Mm-hmm. I think everyone, yeah. like, for me, I guess, he already, he already looked bad from back in the day when he was in, like, um, what was it, The Mummy one? <laughs> yeah, Scorpion King, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, for me, it was, from that time, I was kind of like, ah, uh, like, I feel like he kind of leans on his, his wrestler persona from that. He kind of hasn't really... You know, branch side. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, another another kind of comic, but it's not had more potential than they actually, you know, allowed it to happen. Always, always wanted a second film from it. Sorry, say that again. I lost you for a sec. Is he frozen? I was saying, um, with Hancock. Oh, for sure, hundred percent. It's 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 funny because I was speaking to someone recently who said the big problem with Hancock is like. They kind of go in, but they don't go all the way in. And if they'd have fully just taken a chance and been like reckless and gone for the R rating, Hancock could have potentially been Deadpool before Deadpool. But they were too scared because Will Smith has his nice guy persona. And it's even like, if you look at him in the first Suicide Squad, he's too nice for Deadshot. Yeah. Right? Mm. And if you look at, if you look at, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the sequel, but if you watch the sequel, that Idris Elba's role was originally in, in the script that was Deadshot coming back and he ended up not being okay. able to do it because he's doing the William Sisters movie but that character is so much more interesting in the sequel they actually give him something to do he's got personality he's got like a real conflict you can tell he's a good guy at heart but he does bad things which I think is the way Will Smith wanted to play it but the, Will Smith, the thing about Will Smith is he won't allow himself to be that dark so instead of mm. being a guy who's good at heart but does dark things. He's just a good guy, which is boring. Yep. But see, and that's the thing that kind of got me. Sorry, if I let you speak soon. Um, but is when you see him in Bad Boys, he actually does do a lot of killing. Mm. Like, he, he kills like so many people in that. That's like part of his character. But for some reason, away from that franchise or away from that kind of oh yeah from those films, he doesn't he doesn't touch it. And that, that's what kind of frustrates me because you can see. They can play that part, mm-hmm. they can play those characters, but for some reason he chooses okay, away from Bad Boys. It's like Bad Boys was he's promised himself, I let myself do this once. <laughs> yeah. Everything else is just like I can't touch this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. But yeah. Yeah. 
What do you think, brother? Uh, I mean, about what Will Smith's acting as well. I mean, let's, I'm I'm going to be quiet. If people, people, <laughs> listen, people, listen, people listen to the, our podcast, they know my thoughts about some of these people, so it's probably best I'll be quiet. I don't want to alienate your audience. <laughs> I mean, you know, some people say he's the GOAT. GOAT of what? <laughs> well, what the, the curry goat. The curry goat, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. He's just... For me, he's regressing. He was he he seems so. Oh no no no! Oh sorry. yeah, real talk. It's not, it's not it's not the time. It's not the time. I'm not gonna. I won't um bad mouth him. <laughs> Get and, off the and Michael, B, and Michael B. Jordan <laughs> in one podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna say the sci-fi one. I found that was the hardest one. Mm-hmm. Did you find anyone? I was kind of thinking like there's. I mean, Star Trek as a as a franchise actually is probably the best of all yeah. time. Because even Tuvok, yeah, I mean, like even though I think the one black captain they've had is pretty boring. At least they've had a black captain, and and even if there's not a black captain, most series have a significant black character who is, you know, a vital part of the crew, and and has their own memorable storylines and stuff. So, I mean, I guess you could say Worf. I guess technically he's not black because he's Klingon, but like you know, you got Worf. (laughs) Wow, that's. Damn son. But no, but racist? like do do Klingons do Klingons have black people? He's like Oh wow. How dare you call black people Klingons? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? If so, he was a white man I mean, who said black people are Klingons. I mean, yeah, I mean and, and I guess I mean I guess that's the part of their whole thing. Their whole thing is about like unity and about different species coming together and different races. So I like yeah, it's, it's good that obviously it makes sense they'd be the ones. But yeah, in terms of like you say, being a being a sci fi fan and being a black person ain't easy it's like i'm a big i was gonna say i'm a big tarantino fan and like i guess he's better than most because we get significant roles you know and samuel jackson's in all his films and you get things like django but also when you read some of those scripts and then realize a white guy wrote it you can't help but feel away mm. it's like i was talking to a friend every day because i'm a massive scorsese fan but like oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I was just saying I'm, I'm a massive Scorsese fan but like if you look at all his adult films not the ones for kids for some reason the n-word is always said just out of the blue it it, it doesn't need to be said it's always said and then hmm. black people get like in, in these three four hour films he's doing we get five minutes of screen time and we're probably stealing something from someone or getting shot by an Italian yeah <laughs> I mean, the only time he didn't do it was in was in the Irishman, so I don't even know why. He's not casting black people. So that's like, literally, that's up it. Yeah. <laughs> he never does. No. <laughs> that's, that's like literally the problem. Like, actually, wait, has he ever cast a black person? I mean, the only technical, te- the only, really the only Martin Scorsese film or short film that technically has a black lead is Michael Jackson's Bad. That's it. Wow. Nothing else. Yeah, he directed that. He directed that. It was the um, it was the first thing Wesley Snipes ever starred in. But that, like, that's I think after directing Wesley Snipes and Michael Jackson, he said, "That's enough blacks for me. I'm done now." <laughs> yeah, and technically, Michael Jackson wasn't very black anyway at that point. So, I mean, he's safe. He had he had his he had his hair to his back. So I don't know about that. <laughs> no, but yeah, that I mean you know. So like, I'm a big fan of it, and it's this, it's the same thing in this in this kind of geek realm, like you know. It's. I mean, like I. I don't know. How, I don't know about your listeners. Our, our listeners is funny because I get people my age, but I also get like t- 
teenagers and stuff some of the stuff i make reference to they don't know about but like one of the things i was talking about recently was before andrew garfield got cast hollywood was kind of like who yeah. are we going to cast who's gonna be the next uh, um, spider-man and there was this big viral campaign to get donald glover in the role childish gambino and yeah, yeah. he didn't really want to do it but he was really flattered and he said he got like all the abuse you'd expect he got like n-word this and go home and we don't want no black spider-man blah blah yeah. which he expected he was like it's the internet you expect that he said none of that pissed yeah, him yeah, off yeah. he said what pissed him off is one day he got an email from a guy and the thing was the guy wasn't actually trying to be rude you could tell the guy was coming from a, what he thought was a good place yeah. but yeah. the guy said to him hey man what you need to understand is that there's no black people like peter parker and he's thinking like <laughs> what it's i think it was like 2012 or something at the time he's like you're trying to tell me in 2012 there's not a geeky kid in new york who lives with his grandma who's into photography like that's the thing it's this is the thing about being a, a, a sci-fi or like fantasy like fan who's black like there was a guy who's i can't remember his name who's a stand-up comedian and he said how you auditioned for lord of the rings and he didn't yeah. get the role and he was like i thought i crushed it man i don't understand and his agent said yeah they said it's just not realistic to have a black hobbit so you got talking <laughs> trees <laughs> and orcs <laughs> but a black hobbit is pushing the limits of imagination do you know what i've got i've got to say something now. Go i just realized so i had to google I just had to Google um, about black sci-fi characters. And I have to say that I'm actually quite upset that certain characters didn't come to mind straight away. Go ahead. For example, Morpheus, he didn't come to my mind straight away. I was well, he did, he did for me. Characters. He did for me. But then once again, I said it's the same problem I had before. He's almost yeah. technically the sidekick. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, you're right. Even like I'm looking at like Lando Corrissian. Again, he's a sidekick again. He's a sidekick. Great like, character, but he's a sidekick. Exactly. Yeah, no, 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 you're right. I mean, there's not really many. Again, yeah, I can... said, sorry, no, 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 no. I'm joking to say with um, Cisco from Star Trek. I really thought you were going to say Cisco's long song. He really was. He was good. Actually, no, no. He was good in the sense of, I think, he looked like a cat. Like oh, no, listen, you you buy him as a, as a captain, right? Yeah, that's the thing. He doesn't have a defining trait. Like, you know, Picard is this, he's this noble man. He's all about his um, beliefs and, and his principles, and he won't break them for anyone. And then you've got Riker, who's a bit more like of a bad boy, blah, blah. blah. They all had something. Mm. You know, Kirk was just like, he was a hothead. And, you know, it was like, how do you even keep the job? But, like... Okay. Cisco was just like, yeah, you're just there, man. Sit in the bridge. You <laughs> just like sit on the bridge of the, the space station <laughs> and people would come into his office. <laughs> yeah, maybe once or twice he'll get off of the ship. But other than that... That's it, man. Yeah. Have their own kind of, you know, I even forgot about him if I'm honest with you. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like, you remember was him. Michael Burnham. <laughs> yeah, like I was say, I said Terrence. I would have thought, like, I was going to say Michael Burnham is a known Star Trek. Mm -hmm. Like, she's now, you know, a new, she's like a captain in there. But yeah. as you said Cisco, I, I completely forgot he. If, he if, if it was a pub, if it was a pub quiz, yeah, Cisco would lose you the point because they'd ask you ask you to name yeah. all the captains and you would forget him because he just doesn't stand up. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, it's not really realistic to have you know a black captain in space. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh 
gosh. Okay, look, random question. Yeah. Random question, because it is on topic, but not on topic. As a person who has been to quite a, gone to quite a few many um, Comic-Cons, like what yeah. characters, what black characters do you normally, like, apart from Blade, what kind of, kind of characters do you find yourself bumping into? And also, what's your thoughts on black people um, dressing up as non-black characters like how how do you find it because again i've never been i've never been to it and i'm so i've never really have i don't really have much of an opinion but i mean i've never checked out if there's like a black thought so generally in in the uk in terms of people who aren't in terms of just actual black characters the kind of there's only a really a few i see morpheus a lot yeah john stewart green lantern and that's oh, yeah. it. Like Miles Morales, obviously in the in the past few years has become like massive. But then yeah, yeah. like you say, then the rest is usually black people's take on a, on a white character. In the states, you get way more. So of course you get loads of um, loads of blades. I actually want to give a shout out to um, Legend of the Daywalker. If you're on Instagram, find Legend of the Daywalker. That guy is something else. He has all the body armor. He's got Hollywood style fangs. He wears a do rag with his logo on it, and he walks around. <laughs> with a speaker playing the techno theme from the movies and he's like proficient in hand-to-hand combat so if you ask him to pose for you he's gonna start swinging them nunchucks so legend of the day walker shout out to you Um, i see him every year and ny i was like really gutted i didn't get to see him this year but yeah you see like i think there's like a much i guess because a lot of the networks even though it's not perfect they pushed a lot of that stuff over there way more than we than we got it so growing up they were a lot more familiar with those characters. So as Terence yeah. mentioned before, you see bishops, you see... So like, like last time I went, I saw a guy who went as one of the Joker's uh, gang from the 89 Batman. So he had the leather jacket and he had a boombox on and he was playing wow. Bat-Dance. Like I saw a guy who was a Super Saiyan prince. <laughs> so he had like Vegeta's vest, but it was all purple and he had Jericho. Yeah. Right? So I think... I think in those in, 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 in that part of the country, especially New York, where it's really multicultural like we are here in London, you see a lot more diversity. It's not yeah. quite here yet. Well, I don't know if it's a thing of like a lot of people aren't aware of the characters or if they're not confident enough being a lesser known character. But like I said, for the most part, you see yeah. black people doing white characters. It's it's a thing where I'm in two minds by it. Yeah. One is I guess it shouldn't really matter. Like if you love doing the cosplay and you put a lot of effort into it and it's good, that should that should be all that matters. Like so like for instance if you look at the movies, I technically like I know blood people argue me, but I think Michael Clark Duncan was a really good kingpin. He makes complete sense as the kingpin. He had the build for it, he had a voice for it, he was intimidating, he could act. Mm-hmm. So that made sense. I feel like it should be the best person for the role. On the other part, yeah, it makes me yeah. kind of sad that we have a wealth of characters that aren't being tapped into and you know you're just going to be because like i said i think the thing is the sad thing is when you're a black person there's always like a like a disclaimer you're always black whatever you know what i mean like if if a girl dresses up as captain america no one goes oh female captain america they're like that captain america costume sick right but if you're black if you're captain america you're black captain america Mm -hmm. so you know i mean it's a weird one like i I know there's gonna be people be listening to it and being like it ain't that deep, bro, but sometimes it feels like it is, you know? It literally just reminds me of that Simpsons episode where he just... Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's... Yes. 
That is that is the perfect yes. That's honestly that's the perfect thing to, to describe it. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, sometimes you just wanna be black Dracula. You just wanna be Dracula, you don't wanna be Blackula or Black Dracula, you know. But that's that's what happens. But I mean, you know, it's it's like I said, one thing I will say is when I grew up, so uh I'm, I'm trying not to bore everyone, I'll go through this as quick as I can. But traditionally how the comic book market has always worked is you have comic book stores and there'll be a distributor and the distributor gets the comic from Marvel and DC, whoever, and gets it to those comic book stores. So traditionally growing up, if you didn't live in an area that had one of those, it was very hard because like for you kids listening, you ain't going to believe this, but we didn't really have the internet like you guys have it now. We had, it was really slow. There wasn't as many websites. Uh-huh. And you know, if you were a geek, you would you just felt stranded. So when I go to these cons, the one thing that does make me happy is seeing these kids now that are like black and, 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 you know, and Chinese and whoever, and who are into all this, they're able to connect with other kids that look like them and like the stuff, same stuff they like. So that's cool. And this is, that's the weird thing about being in a con. For the most part, I'm like 95% over the moon every time you see me at a con. The 5% is like, it's kind of weird being yeah. black here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, you still have to, to, uh, the only question back to you, how do you feel when you see Black Captain America. I can't stand it. It makes me sick. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Captain Africa? That's Cap- what I want to know. Cap- Where's Captain Jamaica? Captain African America. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, that for me. Um, boy, I mean, it's weird because it's, it's like I care and I don't care. So, I mean, I guess yeah. again for me, I'm a person that I believe in building your own shit. Yeah, I'm. I, I I look around. I guess in many ways, like in so many ways, for me, it's I see the opportunities. That's what I see. So if I walk into a room and I'm not seeing enough black characters, then rather than getting pissed off and being like Marvel should do more and DC should do more, I'm simply well, you know, back to the score, back to your comment about Scorsese. The sad thing we also understand and reflect on, and I think as a black, as a young black boy growing up, I mean, or black person growing up. I remember when we used to watch these movies with people like Mel Gibson and movies like all these, all these other actors, white actors, where when us, the viewers, are watching this film, we're not thinking about race. We're like, oh, we like this actor. And then when we realise, when the actor shows at us and tells us, actually, I'm a racist or I don't like Jewish people, then we realise, hey, that person is just another, you know, in imperfect human being who doesn't, yeah. you know, he doesn't mess with us. Do you know what I mean? So for me... I'm not too surprised and when I hear these like for me I feel like if I'm gonna wait for these companies to show representation for me I might be I might be holding my breath forever so I I see things as oh yeah real talk yeah real talk. so I see as long as the fans are there and the black fans are willing to invest in in ourselves then I'm like let's just keep you know let's just keep rolling out new characters let's kind of Let's jump on this. Do you mean? So that's why for me, my feelings like yeah. I care and I don't care because I mean, if I could, if I get caught up in the mode of oh, I was having black this black that, then I think I would just be frustrated. And nothing would happen. And in some way, so many ways, I don't. In some ways, I kind of don't want like when Black Panther came out, everyone's running on screen about Wakanda, 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 and I'm kind of like, can you imagine how nice would it have been if this was a black company that rolled at this movie and everyone's screaming this character's name. Like, that's what I wanted. Do you mean? It's that like, it would have been nice. Like, I'm, I appreciate yeah. Marvel doing it. I definitely appreciate Marvel doing it, but imagine it was us. Imagine of all that, you know, all those eyes and all that investment 
was coming back into us. Do you mean? And then that kind of spurred yeah. on the next movie that was created by us and made by us. And again, it's not competition. I'm just saying that whenever in so many TV shows, whenever whenever other people are left to represent us, I think sometimes again you said about Atlanta. Now, um, again, our podcast is called Black British Geeks, and I tap into you know black people, even saying black people, kind of like African Americans are different to black British people. That's just the truth. So, oh yeah, for sure. So even how you said before that you know, what Atlanta? Why people can't you know? You look at a show like Friends compared to Atlanta. In my unpopular opinion, I think Atlanta isn't really made for all black people. I think because do you know what I mean? It's a it's made for a type of black person. Whereas I feel yeah. like I feel like I feel like Atlanta Atlanta doesn't touch Atlanta touches on things more to do about race and other and that type of society compared to friends taps yeah. on loads of just surface stuff that we all go through like relationships like friendships so yeah do you know what i mean i don't know so i kind of went off on a little bit of a tangent but i mean no 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 that's very that's very true that's very true because you know yeah and i think i think you've, you've actually touched on an amazing point which is like for anyone listening whether you're white or black i and i don't think any three of us here want to claim to speak for the black experience oh, because no. the black experience is different for people in, in one city let alone one country let alone across the world yeah, like definitely. someone who's lighter skinned than me is going to have different experiences than me someone who is mixed race is going to have different experiences than me and a different sense of identity so for people who are white we like appreciate you listening to this and we also appreciate like you trying to learn from this and like, if you are trying to learn from this one thing i would say is like yeah we're not we're just we're just three black guys who speak about our take on black culture like a lot of the things that we feel about cosplay or movies or comics there's a black guy who doesn't care about any of that yeah. he just wants to read black people in comics he just wants to see black people in movies and then there's probably someone who feels like even more extreme than any of us there's probably someone who's not gonna read anything that's not written by a black person so it's not universal but you know this is our podcast so we can say what the hell we want but i just thought i'd say that <laughs> 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 but you know what i think honestly i think what seth said was a good way to wrap up the main body of this and so seeing as you guys are on the show what we do regularly every week after we kind of finish the main discussion piece or we've rambled on for a bit whichever comes first i like to ask patrick what he has been either reading watching or playing that week the past week so seth what have you been watching or enjoying this week Oi. No, 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 go, no, no, go, no, no, Terrence, go, Terrence. No, no, I haven't got something yet. Let me think. You, if you got something there, go for it. I'll, let me give me two seconds. But like for 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 me, it is just the. It's just um, I've been watching what everyone's been watching. So Squid Game. Okay, okay. yeah. Like any everyone I know is. is, is what did you think? Yeah, watch that. So yeah, I enjoyed it, man. Like I remember, like the first thing I noticed about it was just like the um the first kind of picture they put up on on Netflix mm-hmm. and I was like okay this looks like it's going to be a bit of fun yeah I haven't been on Netflix for a while so it completely passed me by but I'm, I, I basically I live on Twitter and like everyone on Twitter was like oh my god Squid Game episode 6 has broken my heart so it got to the point where it's like I need to watch it just to shut these people up they're driving me crazy and then yeah like most people two episodes in I was like this is incredible mm. the only thing I didn't really like and it's not even like it was a bad thing of the show 
I wasn't crazy about the finale for two reasons. The first was like, I mean, spoilers for Squid Game for oh, the but, second but, week. But I say that. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoiler, yeah, spoiler, spoiler. spoilers. But for me, it just felt like the the big revelation was, oh my gosh, it's it's rich people being dicks. Like we kind of got that. I didn't need a, the whole final episode to explain that. And then I kind of hated him not getting on the plane. But then, like as Patrick pointed out when I made that complaint, it's completely in keeping with his character because he's not a great dad. So it made yeah. sense. But, uh, yeah, you were the whole thing you would learn from there. Yeah. But that's that's also kind of realistic. Some people don't learn; they don't grow through these experiences, you know. So, I mean, he's got a new hairstyle. You would have thought he would have learned something. I don't know. <laughs> Seth, you thought something? Uh, yeah, yeah. I got well, I got two things actually. So one, oh, oh, okay. I can't. Well, I can't really say too much as a case of one. I've been consuming. I've actually. I'm a big anime fan, so. I went back to I went literally back to um, Boruto, which is Naruto Uzumaki's son, which I didn't really like his beginning arc, and but because they've kind of tied back in some of the old characters, I've been watching that, which is quite good to catch up on, and some anyone who's a fan who's watched Naruto, there's some big big moments happened last week, so watch it. Boruto is rubbish, but the show <laughs> has done some big things with the main with Naruto's character, so kind of life changed for him, and I've been. Yeah, I'm a bit of a climate climate change um, fan. I'm not a fan, but yeah, I'm doing loads of research into at the moment. So, I mean, it's a bit off topic, but yeah. As we all should be, yeah. That's good to hear. Yeah. So, I've been listening to Bill Gates' book, um, How to Avoid a Climate Disaster. Um, and yeah, that's been pretty Oh, good. not Bill Gates, man. Not Bill Gates. Yeah, man. 666, the devil, you know. <laughs> yeah, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get you some other sources because that guy, man, he... He's a bad man. Who can who, who, who give me? Who's your, who's your sources? Please don't be... Um, was that person you listen to? Dr. Umar Johnson? <laughs> was that person you listen to? Dr. Umar Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> we'll beep that out. I won't blow them up too much, but I actually know... You're probably already on the watch list, Terence. It's too late for that now. <laughs> no, but as I said, like I don't want to, I don't want to blow up their spot too much. But I, um, I actually know a few people that work, um, are part of Extinction Rebellion. So, oh, that's, nice. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll send you some reading materials. But let's let's not put any more money in, in Mr. Gates' pocket. Uh, so me personally, it's a free trial from Amazon. <laughs> so don't worry about. I it. mean, he's probably. I wouldn't say he's as bad as Bezos, but I mean, he does believe in eugenics and he believes that black people are breeding at too fast a rate. So Bill Gates ain't our friend. He very publicly stated before the vaccines came out that if they were unsure of the content, they should test them on black people. So it's a big middle finger to Bill Gates and his wife. That hurts. I thought Bill was my friend. No, 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 he's not your friend. He's not your friend. He thinks there's too many people that look like you. Yeah, no. Throw throw your Windows laptops and your surfaces in the bin right now. I mean, all conglomerates are terrible, but what can you do? But yeah, so me personally, I've been, uh, I've started watching season three of Netflix's You. For those that don't know, it is about, uh, he's just a stalker. He is a crazy white boy stalker. But for some reason, women fancy him online. And he, the actor has even said, Stop fancying the character. He is a terrible person. But it doesn't matter. The more craziness he does, the more women find his guy irresistible. Um, But all jokes aside, 
I haven't finished the season so far, but I'm really enjoying it. It's a, it's a kind of, it's a hard show. I think it must be a hard show to write because it's full of outrageous moments in the first two seasons. So when you come back after such a long hiatus, you have to kind of like top the, those moments. And so far, it's, it's mixed results. But I like, I like the cast. I like the way it's directed. I like the way it's written. It's really fast paced. So I'm enjoying it so far. Um, that's been about it. I watched. Um, I haven't seen any big movies recently. We cut, last week, I covered the fact that we saw. The Many Saints of Newark, which is the Sopranos oh, yeah. movie. I didn't think it was 100% successful, but it did just remind me how good Sopranos the TV show was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, guys, thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> Let our listeners know where they can find you, not just the podcast, but where are you guys on social media? And, you know, do you have anything special coming up you'd like to let people know about? Just plug your thing, plug it. Yeah, go on, T. I'll let you do it. I'm also on a podcast... On a podcast, is always me talking the most, so that's why. Go on, T. Go on. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, it, Facebook as well, Black British Geeks. Um, you can find me on Terrence Malcolm and everywhere, everywhere you'll find me. Just don't come to my house, you <laughs> Yeah, you can find me at Seth Gabriel. I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter. Um, yeah, I'm there, but at the moment, I'm taking a bit of a social media break, actually. So, I mean, best thing to do is contact us on the Black British Geek actual um, at on Instagram and Twitter. So That's right. I'll put, I'll put all those that in the, um, in the yeah, description yeah, for, them, for today's episode them. so people can check you guys out. And yeah, and you know, I just, just let you guys know, kind of our tone of our show is very much, meantime, it's been very, very stupid. I think I respect... Now, this podcast is very knowledgeable. Um, mean turns normally take the piss out of each other. It's normal. Do you mean so? Just know that it's not always. It's not always fact based. We can be quite emotional. I can be quite. No, emotional. you know, I think, I think, I think that's, I think that's a beautiful thing as well. And it speaks to, it speaks to what we, we were just saying that, like, yeah, sometimes Patrick and I in this show we get a bit more like political and we talk about the things that we're really passionate about, blah blah. blah. But like, once again, for people that are listening, like to us, it's just. Our, our experience is our experience, so it, it's, we think nothing of it. But the, if there are people who are any other race who are trying to like increase their awareness or their sensitivity to black people, it's great that they can have something like this where we're being a bit more political, a bit more deep, and then have something with, like with you guys. Because I think, you know, that's this a whole other issue, but I don't think we see enough of that in the media right now, whether it's TV or movies, whatever. There's not enough black joy. There's not enough time where we can just chill out and be goofy and be funny you know it's it's, it's often a stereotype of like straight white guys that podcasts are just an excuse for them to like get drunk and have fun like if you look at a, a joe rogan or whatever so yeah yeah i think what you guys do is beautiful especially for black british geeks who are growing up you know i think i like i said it just makes me so happy that there's there's uh, like my so my little sister shout out to my little sister diana she's massively into anime and manga i don't really understand that at all but what I'm seeing now is she's able to connect with kids her age all across the world who are into that. And I know growing up, when I discovered comics, there was no one, especially no one that looked like yeah. me. So I love what you guys do. Keep doing it. If you listen to us and you haven't checked out their podcast yet, check it out. Follow them on social media. Tell your friends. When you check them out, whatever platform you're on, make sure you give them a five-star review. Make sure you write a comment because that's the type of thing that helps boost independent podcasts like us. It helps get us higher in the algorithm. And... um we can keep giving you great content like this thank you guys once again i will catch all you listeners soon with another episode we're probably going to be doing our mission impossible halloween special soon thank you see you soon boy
<laughs> I'm listening to that 100%. Please, Halloween, Mission Impossible. What could go wrong? 